Yo, what's up? What's going on? How you doing, Shane? Good, yeah. I'm pretty good right now. Uh, this is the uh, first episode of Average Take. Super excited for it. Uh, finally get to start it up. I've been wanting to start it for a while now. Uh, yeah. It's been, been kind of busy, but I'm excited to, to start it up. And, and with your help, uh, I think it's going to it's gonna be great. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, like, uh, like my bio says, uh, we're just going to... We're just going to be uh, covering a lot of sports, um, some new music, um, a little bit about life, uh, maybe some politics, but I just want to kind of keep it positive, uh, keep it a positive uh, podcast because there's a lot of negativity in the world around us. Um, so I just want this to say be a escape for everyone to just come in and hear some positivity and, and talk about sports. So, yeah, I'm excited. All right. So to, to launch, um, launch this podcast our first episode is uh strictly going to be about uh nba and uh me and shane are both uh philly sports fans so we're gonna start off talking about uh the 76ers uh hot start what do you think about that shane i'm excited i'm i like to see that they're having a good season because they've always kind of fallen apart like they've, they've always had solid seasons in the past few years but they've always kind of crumbled in some way in the whether it's in the postseason or towards the end of the season but Joel's having an MVP season Ben's uh, Ben's true. keeping everyone yeah. Ben's keeping everyone going and other players like Danny Green Toby Harris all those and Seth Curry are are just riding along with him playing well yeah I'm, I'm excited to um to see how this season is going to play out uh Embiid is obviously playing like MVP candidate right now he's putting up uh just under 30 points a game, uh, averaging a little over 10 rebounds a game. And he's just been uh, a, an absolute force down low, um, and, and it's showing. I think uh, I'm not very surprised about these stats, honestly, Joel Embiid's stats, because um, he's been playing like this for a few years now. He's just fallen short in a couple areas. Um, but in my opinion, uh, he, he's always been a, a top top five, maybe top three big man in the league, and he's, and he's starting to play like it. Um, I hope that, you know, he remains healthy because that's always uh, an issue for the 76ers and, and for his season. Um, yeah. And, and him sitting out games that are that are crucial to our uh, to our record. And, you know, I think that with with Doc as coach now, um, you know, he's not going to get his babied as much as Brett Brown babied him and Simmons. Yeah. And, and he's going to he's going to soon find out there's consequences of sitting out that many games. So, yeah. With with having Hall of Fame coach now, I feel like Brett Brown was was just hiding in the shadow all these years. But like Doc Rivers, just he knows how to manage a team, and and based on yesterday of playing the Pacers with and beat out, I feel like our team and our team just proved that we can play without someone like Joel Embiid and actually get a win. So if anything were to happen to somebody like that, of Ben Simmons or Big time, big time players of the Sixers were to get injured or something were to happen, then I feel like we would have it under control. But yeah, I feel like Doc Rivers is Doc Rivers is leading is leading leading pretty good right now. Yeah, I think um, I think the best thing about bringing in Doc is that we're finally getting the Tobias Harris that we always wanted. Yeah, um, definitely. Because everyone knows that Tobias Harris had his you know his prime year with with Doc as coach at the Clippers. Yeah, and, and now we finally brought in Doc. Uh, I think it's pretty evident that you know Tobias Harris has come around. He's starting to look more comfortable. I think Doc is using him really well. 
and he's finally playing like we've been paying him, you know. Um, he's yeah, play- definitely. He's playing like an all-star right now. Um, he's putting up nearly – I mean, you know, Paul George has has a couple areas that he's he's being Tobias Harris in. But when, when I look at – when I watch them both play, Tobias Harris is playing like – like Paul George right now, he he's playing the same type game. He's yeah. playing, he's putting up the same type numbers, um, and I think that's that is um, that's a good thing to look for um, for the rest of the season is is to see how Tobias Harris's game is going to develop and if he's going to you know turn into turn into the that that um, that all star that we wanted him to be along with yeah. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid to essentially not have a, a super. A super team, but you know, have a core three guys. Yeah, something close to there that we can rely on to score more, like most of our points. Um, and I think that'll that'll play out well. Um, yeah, I think uh, I'm really excited to see what Seth Curry's going to do for the rest of the season. I think uh, that yeah, he's I love him. He hasn't missed a free throw yet this season, which Jeez. I mean, it that's just giving me JJ Redick type vibes, and everyone yeah. knows that. Uh, you know, Embiid and, and Simmons have their best seasons when when they had shooters around them like Reddick, like uh, like Covington, like uh, even you could say Butler maybe. Um, but I think you know Seth Curry is going to do a lot for us come postseason. Um, he's going to be taking those big shots. He's he's just got to. I feel like he he, he just got to boost his confidence a little more. I know he can shoot. He has got a, he's got a nice shot. Um, I think that he just needs to start. You know taken some more he needs to start getting more comfortable and you know he's had a good start he's had a, a, a couple rough games um, but I'm, I'm excited to see uh what he's going to do for us as a as an option on the wing yeah because I, that's why I think we've done so well well so well meaning like we've made to the playoffs a lot performed well just have crumbled against like the Nets or the Sixers I mean the Celtics but we've always had shooters around us like, like you said Jimmy Butler JJ Redick and Seth Curry, and we have Danny Green can shoot. Joel can shoot when he wants to. Toby Harris, like all these guys, even on the bench, like Korkmaz and all these guys there. Yeah, Korkmaz. Korkmaz I, I really like him. Korkmaz coming down, the, yeah, coming down the stretch last night against the Pacers, you know, feeling looked like he looked like he had some confidence taking those threes when it came down yeah. to crunch time. Uh, and, and I like to see that. He took he took like four. He made two, He made two out of the four. But he took four in the, those last like four minutes, and yeah, yeah, back to back buckets that helped. Yeah, those two help sealed, right? Those those were two big buckets, and I like to see that. Um, now we're kind of getting into you know bench players. Uh, I'm excited to to see um, see Maxi and Milton and how they're going to play into the offense. Um, but, I'm a really big fan of Shake Milton. I think Shake Milton has been playing really well off the bench. I think that you know he's he's. When if we gave him more minutes and we gave him the ball more, I think he'd become a very like a scoring machine. Honestly, yeah. Um, he his mid range is really nice. Um, he he's really smart with the ball. He can distribute well. Uh, I'm excited for that. But I think I, I love Shake. But you know, I'm really excited for to see how Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, he's gonna, been he's been go. going off. He, he's a young he's a young rookie. Uh, but he he looks like he's been playing in the in the league for. He like, has a ton a of potential. Exactly. Yeah. You know he's. He looks really good. Um, it, it was it was honestly a steal, I think, in the draft. Um, I think he was kind of slept on, um, but yeah, I'm excited to see. It. Yeah, I, it, uh, I know Danny Green. You know, he it's Danny Green. He's he's a great player. He has a couple couple rings. Um, I think that I expected a little more for him from him um, to start the season. He he had a rough start. You know, it looks like he's starting to come around a little bit more. 
Um, his, his shot's starting to look good. Um, Definitely. But I think that, you know, um, with time, you know, Danny Green is his, he's aging. Um, I think that uh, there may be some games um, come along in the season where we're going to see Milton uh, or we're going to see Maxi, uh, maybe even Korkmaz um, step in for a starting role some games, especially if we, you know, there's an injury you know, with the Toby, Simmons, and Bede. I think those guys can step in. I think they can contribute and, and do well Yeah, um, coming off the bench and, and filling in that starting role. Um, yeah, we always have those key guys because having our main starting lineup with Harris and – but, like, the main guys, Simmons and Embiid and Toby and all those guys. But we, but we also have, like, a very, very good younger – Younger, like 2.0 of the of our starting lineup right now. Yeah, of Korkmaz, we Milton, have, we have a whole, Maxi. Yeah, we have a whole starting lineup on our bench. That yeah, that has a ton of potential to show something like show what show what they can do in this league because Maxi dropping 20 plus points, Korkmaz 20 plus, Milton. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy to see. So so here's here's my question. What are you what are you, what are your thoughts about uh Dwight Howard so far and, and the veteran role that he's playing for us? What do you how do you how do you think that's that's doing for us? I definitely feel like he's a good leader because like when you, obviously when you look at someone like Danny Green who like you said is aging, but Dwight Howard having his MVP season with the Magic like probably over a decade now, I'm pretty sure. Like Obviously, never go back to that, but I, but he is still a solid center. Yeah. Um, I thought him and JaVale, JaVale McGee played really well last year with the Lakers. Yeah. And I feel like I think that he can contribute that and trans, translate that to playing on a whole new team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's been a, a key role for – a key player for the Sixers this year. He's – Because he's, he's so, someone that can always get you buckets. Like, he's – Right. He's not Joel Embiid, but he's a Joel Embiid down in the post. Right. He is. He is only averaging six points right now. But I, I, I hate looking just at the stats because yeah. yeah, it doesn't sum up their overall game when you actually watch them play live. Um, he's doing well rebounding for us. Uh, the only yeah. issue I have with him is this guy's a veteran. You know, he's he's old school. You know, obviously he plays a little more physical than the other big men in the league. But he's got to watch foul trouble, like. Yeah, I, he's always racking up like he, four or five, three, four or five fouls. Especially when it comes down to, you know, later on in the season, we're getting close to playoffs, even in the playoffs. Um, we we need him to be able to be available and not to be in foul trouble if, say, Embiid got hurt or, say, Embiid was in foul trouble because he's down there. He's, you know, down in the gritty, getting, getting physical with other guys. Obviously, you know, big men are it's, – it's a given to get three fouls a game probably, but – you know, it we it's it's become a problem. You know, in the playoffs for us, when a beat has five fouls and we got to sit him for a whole quarter, basically. Yeah. Um. So that's that's the only problem I have with Dwight is that you know he he's got to be smart with his fouls. He's got to be smart down low, and 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 I think he needs to contribute just a little more on the on the uh, offensive end with his scoring. Uh, he's doing great rebounding. He's doing great defensively, besides the foul trouble. Um. But but I think that you know Dwight could do a little more on the offensive end. He is old. You know, he, he is coming down to his maybe his last season or two. Um, yeah. But I think that, you know, six six points a game, um, I think that could that could be at least ten. Um, consider, yeah, especially consider, double that. Considering how big of a guy he is and just, you know, 
watching him in his previous years, you know this guy can score. You know this guy can get to the get to the rim and and, and finish um, when he needs to. But uh, I'm excited to you know see how that plays out and how his veteran um, experience is going to help the younger guys. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's um that's Philly right now. Uh, I'm in love with with the Sixers. I, I'm always rooting for him. I never turn my back against them. Um, you know, even when it gets hard. Uh, and they and they disappoint you, especially uh, Simmons in that one point game against the Celtics during the playoffs a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, what What do you think of Simmons right now? Besides, you know, him doing, um, you know, him putting up, you know, triple doubles a lot. I think ESPN hypes up him and, and a lot of other guys more than they should. Um, because when, when I look at Simmons, you know, he's he's doing well for us at the rebounding. He's doing well distributing the ball and, and running the offense. But, you know, scoring-wise, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in him. Um, when when you're scoring 10 points a game, I, I really don't consider that a triple-double. Yeah. So, I personally have never been a huge Ben Simmons fan. He's big. Like, i I just been thinking about him. Like, yes, he's averaging – well, not averaging, getting triple-doubles every other game, every game. But, like, I really don't know, like, what he's, like, like solid for, like – like what is main, like driving the ball, being a having that big body of being a point guard on the Sixers, but like I agree with you saying that like ten points, triple double, like it's I, I just don't think it's enough. Yeah, like he's he is leading our team, him and Embiid, it's two strong like all star forces, but he's I. I think he definitely has to improve. Yeah, I mean, you you know, this guy can get to the get to the bucket whenever he wants. He's so tall, he's so lengthy, he's so huge. Um, even you know, just getting getting a foul, um, he's got yeah. he's got to convert on more of his free throws. Um, obviously, you know, there's a there's a shooting handicap when it comes to him, um, which which you know is it's what are you going to do about it? You know, it's 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 a work in progress. I don't think it's ever going to get there. Um, which is unfortunate, but you know you can't just look at one aspect of his game. He does a lot for us defensively. Uh, you know he's a great passer, and, and I think that uh, he'll come around soon to to scoring. He's only averaging just under 13 points right now. Um, I essentially want him to be scoring 20. Um, you know it, t- yeah. it takes a little weight off of Embiid and and, and Toby's uh, shoulders when you when you have uh, that third guy that can get 20 plus points for you. Um, you know that that's that that could set us up and especially during the playoffs, you know, like that's that's gonna give us the, the dub. That's gonna get us, you know, um that, that lead we need, that comfortable um that comfortable lead we can we can have when we start to play well. Um but yeah, I'm just uh what this kinda this kinda is like a little a little lead into our next segment. Um you know, with Ben Simmons, the the shooting, um, uh, you know, how how he's not really uh, improving his shooting at all you know he'll hit one or there and everyone will go nuts but um with Simmons when when Harden was available a couple weeks ago um do you think it was a smart move or do you think it was a dumb move to not sim uh not put Simmons on the table until the very last minute to get Harden yeah so I feel like everyone was just looking at Harden's like 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 social side of him like um was it like giving like stuff going at the parties and stuff like that before as he submitted his trade yeah, request the, the drama but, 
Yeah, but I I totally would have given up. Would have given up Ben Simmons. I would have given him like Simmons. Uh, I'm pretty I sure I saw Simmons and like three first rounders I, and something else. They, but I would I definitely would have given him. I think they um, wanted Thibault too, and I would have obviously. I mean, you know, Thibault has a lot of potential right now. But when when you're yeah. when you're considering the type of player Harden is, I would have put Thibault on the table as well. Yeah, I would have given him Simmons two first rounders and Thibault. Um, based on the way he's playing right now, uh, yeah, having Durant and Kyrie Irving right next to him. Right. I, this is this is my thing, you know. As 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 a Sixers fan, um, as honestly, if if I was any other fan of uh, an NBA team right now, I would have done anything in my willpower to not let Harden team up with KD and Kyrie on the Nets. Exactly. Uh, when you look at that, you know, you look at, you know, Harden's, you know, obviously, you know, there's a drama aspect that comes with him, which I am convinced that is not completely his fault. Houston was kind of a bad environment yeah. for him. Um, people argue, oh, well, you know, how is it Houston's fault? They gave him, you know, they gave him Dwight when they wanted Dwight. They gave him Paul when they when he wanted Paul. They gave him Westbrook when they wanted Westbrook. You know, obviously, that's why I'm not trying to put the blame on either Harden or the, or the, the Rockets. But at the same time, um, you know, I think that, yes, those were good players to put next to him, but he needed someone else too. He needed a role player. He needed better shooters. He needed better, um, you know, better guards or better big man around him. He needed, it wasn't exactly what he wanted. Like he wanted Westbrook. He wanted Paul. He wanted Dwight, but they weren't necessarily the guys they need, that he needed around him to win the chip, in my opinion. Yeah, the, yeah, the Sixers. Just over these years, I feel like you have just missed out on so many players, which goes to show you the amount of trust that they've put in people like Simmons and Embiid and the veterans on our team. But, like, I remember when Westbrook was submitted uh, his requests in Houston and then with Harden. But I just think that they've missed, they've missed so many key players. Right over the years that they could have gone to turn to their all-star team and but uh, yeah yeah when i say with harden i would have given up their two first rounders in simmons or or another player for them but the nets are just stacked right now and uh with having like their two alternative options of joe harris who's an extremely good three-point shooter and in their center but yeah, and DeAndre Jordan, but um, yeah, they're they're loaded right I'm now. Not, I would have given up more right. than than what they're than what they were thinking of. But I'm honestly scared right now. I mean, uh, you know, at first it was you know Kyrie was out um, with all that drama that was going on with him. I don't even want to get into that because you know I I think Kyrie's a great player. I think that you know he's 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 proven that he's a great player. But I am not a fan of of him outside of the game. I think that he's not in love with the game anymore. I think he's a drama queen. And you know he's a, he's obviously a great player. He's got he's got filthy handles, but you know yeah, he's, he's probably the greatest handler of all time. Every team that he's gone to after the Cavs, he's he's caused problems with. You know the Celtics, yeah. um, even a little bit with the Nets earlier in the season. But you know with all of them back, I think that um, it was a slow start. I think that they were still playing really well together. Like as players, they were playing well for themselves. Um, each of them putting up you know. 25 plus points and still took two losses to the Cavs against Colin Sexton who's all they really have and Andre Drummond if you want to argue that but I think 
they're on a they're on a hot streak right now. The Nets and they're they're starting to look like they know how to play well together. Um, they're starting to play well as a player and and you know distributing well with each other and, and they're they're learning how to play with each other, which is scary to me because these are all three players that are top ten players in the league and have been for how many years yeah. now. Um, and it's just you know and especially with them being in the East. It's scary as a Sixers fan um, to see uh, what what they're going to do um, and and how that all play out. Um, but yeah, with with the with the Harden thing and, and the Seventy Sixers, you know, the Seventy Sixers knew Harden mentioned them and maybe one or two other teams as an yeah. option to go play there. As soon as I heard that, I would have put Simmons on the table. I would have put Thibault on the table, you know, a couple first-rounders, second-rounders. Yeah, right as he says something like that, you have to pick I, him up. I just, you have to give a valuable right. I just don't see how you pass up on Prime Harden, who's who's dropping 30-plus points a game. You know, obviously, yeah. you know, people, you know, will say, you know, Harden, you know, he's drama queen, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's got an attitude. Oh, he's not conditioned. He's fat. Yeah. You know, well, I'm looking at that. Who cares? Yo, who cares if he's a drama queen? Yeah. Who cares if he's a fantastic he's player can team up with another big man? He's yeah. dropping how he's he's playing insane right now, and he's been playing insane for for the last couple of years, and, and I just don't see how you pass up on that. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. that 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 Nets big three is, is honestly scary. I mean, you know, I have faith in my 76ers, but but what other teams do you think right now could even match up against the the big three in, in Brooklyn? Yeah, I'm. The Wizards are looking really good right now. Um, I've always been a big fan of Russell Westbrook. Bradley Beal's on the rise. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lakers. I've always feel like they've been an average team, even though obviously with LeBron going there yeah. and AD, I feel like they overhype him a little bit. Right. Um. Yeah, LeBron. Obviously, being one of the contenders, the greatest of all time. I think this is but, a bold prediction. I think Utah is looking really good right now. I think they could match up well against the the Nets. You know, with with yeah. with Rudy Gobert, as Flight likes to as Flight likes to say. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's always been a solid Don, player. I've never but, really been a huge fan of Donovan Mitchell, but he, he can, can he can match up against Harden like, and Kyrie easily. Yeah, and, and you know they got Ingles out in the wing who can shoot. They got a couple other nice players. I think they. They'd be able to match well uh, against the Nets, but um, you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, the Wizards finally looking like they're coming around. What, what do you, what do you think about their their start to the season? How, uh, how Beal was dropping pretty much forty plus uh, points a game, and they're they're still losing yeah. all these games. You know, uh, Westbrook wasn't really playing, you know, like he could, um, and, and Beal didn't really have any other options other than Westbrook. What, what do you think about that that situation? And you know, and Beal's yeah. game. Talk for the rain or like snow or whatever in the background, but honestly, I've always Bradley Beal. This is his season; he's in his prime right now. But Russell Westbrook, I still feel is a better player than him. But again, I think I think that with their start to the season, they're a playoff contender, someone who can, someone a team that who can win who can go pretty far in the playoffs, beat pretty good teams. Um, Sixers have played them a few times uh, this season, and I think – I don't think the Wizards are as good as the Sixers. I think that, like, having someone with Beal and Westbrook, those 
players of those caliber can beat very, very good teams. And I think that they have a good chance to to go pretty far in, in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, right now looking at the Wizards, uh, Beal's dropping 35 points a game. Westbrook, uh, yeah. just over 20 points a game. But you're looking at all these other guys in their roster, you know, the next guy is is dropping. Next highest guy is dropping, which is Thomas Bryant, only dropping, you know, just under fifteen points, and, and it just goes down from there. Um, same with you know rebounds um, and, and assists. You know, Beal and Westbrook are pretty much at the top of, of the of the list yeah. on, on the on the Wizards rosters for that, and it just goes down from there. Uh, I just think that when you really look at this the Wizards roster, you see Beal, you see Westbrook, and, and maybe you see. Bryant and and maybe you could argue, uh, yeah. Which is he's a solid he's a solid player. Yeah, maybe but... you see maybe you see Matthews too. But you look at all these guys; they're nobodies. They're casuals. They're this roster is actually <laughs> like booty cheeks. Like I couldn't name one good player on this roster besides those those three or four guys, and, and that's going to kill them. Uh, you know they they may come uh, come around and, and play well like they did against the Nets. You know, obviously you know Beal and Westbrook hit the, hit those yeah. daggers at the end, um, which. Which I think is, which I think is how the NBA is turning out. You you have one, two, and that's three superstars, and the rest they're, they're casuals. Yeah, they're like they have to players like they start off to like especially with this year's draft class. Um, guys got like Jalen Green and like Josh Josh Christopher and all these guys that I feel like like they're good players right now in like high school or college, but they are gonna take time to develop, and that's why I think like. For the next few years, that's all it's going to be is just superstars and and just like casual right. players, but they have to start performing better, and then I I feel like the league will the league will progress. I think that that Beal wanted out before last game uh, last night. Um, Beal, you could tell in his attitude, you could tell you know in his facial expressions after those losses. Um, yeah, he's been leaving it all out on the table. He's for them, he's 30, really he's really giving his all right now, and it's sad to see. You know, obviously we got the the dub against the Nets last night, which is a great win. Like, like honestly, that was a crazy honestly, game. It was a crazy game. It was like what 130 points in the start of the fourth quarter or something. Yeah, 150, like 148, 149 to 146 or something like that. Insane. But I think you know, unless unless Westbrook, you know. Something on ESPN says, you know, Westbrook finally feels like he's healthy. He, he's able to, you know, play to his abilities. Um, unless Westbrook and a couple of their players on their roster starts playing better, and start, unless they, you know, go yeah. on a on a win streak, I think Beal's going to win out. I think, you know, you could see it in his eyes during the games. You could see Miss Wall. You know, obviously Wall hasn't been really active the last couple of years, but you know, when when Westbrook try to try to pick a fight with uh, with Wall that one game. Beal was standing right next to the wall, looking at Westbrook like he was crazy. Like that's his, like. Well, yeah, that's how I think. That's how I think Russell Westbrook was when he was in. Right as he was about to leave the Thunder, right. like there's nobody else on their team. Like he had Stephen Adams, like a, a guy who's who's solid, a solid center, and just other players. And Westbrook, Westbrook was averaging triple doubles and just putting his team on his back. And he's like, I can't keep doing this losing getting out of the first round of the playoffs and I, I i have to he's just like hard like i gotta win a chip before Here, I go. here's my my thing about westbrook is i love westbrook i love his energy um obviously you know i have a little beef with him because he has beef with the 76ers you know, and being and simmons yeah. and stuff westbrook is a great player but the guy does not know how to win games doesn't know how to 
have a winning season. Hey, he's not a big game player. He, he's clutch. Don't, he, don't get me wrong. He is clutch in some areas. But he just he's, – he's just, like I said, he's like Harden. He's got to do something with his teammates now that he has Bradley right. Beal around him. A new team, I feel like they have a, they have a good opportunity to, to right. go far. And, and, and you know, it, you've seen this reoccurring with, problem with Westbrook is, you know, as soon as KD left the, the Thunder, you know, he couldn't take them really – he could take them to the playoffs, but he couldn't get farther than that. You know, and, and with when he joined Harden, um, you know, he, he could take them to the playoffs. He couldn't really get farther than that. And, and now – He's joining, you know, the Wizards, and it, it looks like it's that, that reoccurring problem. You know, he, he stat packs, and, and as much as he don't, he doesn't, no one wants to admit that he stat packs, he stat packs. And it, it, yeah. might, it may be unintentional, but he does it, and it doesn't help his team when, you know, it, it's not helping his team. He's got to develop that a, a different area in his game that's going to help his, his team and, and his organization get wins and, and get deep into the playoffs and, and you know, I just think that, you know, as Shaq wants to say, oh, you know, I don't think we have takes to go to the next level, <laughs> which which is a different a different topic, which was, oh you know, just completely insane. But uh, you know, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just – I feel bad for, for my guy, Bradley Beal. He's a great player. He's, you know, he's, he's – he's, He's leaving. He's, it all always, out on the floor he's always. He's honestly always he's played. Anything. Played well for the uh, Wizards. Right now, uh, you want you want to hear some stats? Bradley sure. Beal, uh, this year so far, is leading the Wizards not only in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks. Every single category, Beal is leading. And that, and you can really look at that and be like, man, he came out. He came out from under John Wall's shadow, and he's really, really progressed from that. And then when you give someone like – he's like, I got to keep this going. They bring in Russell Westbrook, still producing amazing yep. numbers, and he just has another all-star all-star MVP yeah. player he, right next to him. And that's that's why I think they'll go far. I, I, don't, know, I don't care what kind of you know fan you are. I don't care you know if you hate the Wizards, you're you're Bradley Beal hater. I don't know why you would be, uh, but the guy's playing. I think he's you know he's top three in the league easily right now, playing like it. Um, yeah. But I, you you just got to feel bad for the guy. Um, you know I think that you know along with this, he's putting up MVP numbers right now. Um, you know, maybe maybe not as much as an argument as some other guys. Um, you know, like Embiid, uh, LeBron, Luca. Uh, uh, what 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 do you think about the the early MVP race right now? Um, what's your prediction so far? It's season's going pretty slow right now. People are averaging crazy numbers, but I'm just looking at the standings right now. I'm like Sixers will only play like 20 games, but MVP's crazy. Um, Bradley Beal being a top three, top five player, but um, LeBron won't get another MVP. Oh, um, shut up! Uh, shut up, you Bron hater. He won't. I think that I. I it depends for me. He's putting. He's playing really well right now. I love LeBron. Uh, you know that. Obviously, uh, me and Shane talk about all this all the time. You know the goat talk, James or or, or Jordan. We're not going to get into this because we'll go on for twenty five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> we'll um, we'll talk about that some other yeah, episode because it, it'll take a it'll take an extra twenty five minutes to talk about that. But yeah, but MVP, um, Kawhi Leonard, 
Paul George, the Clippers, they're not really doing – they're not stirring a whole lot. Um, obviously, LeBron having another solid season. You can't really – as much as you – if you hate LeBron, you still have to say he's a fantastic player putting up great numbers. I mean, he's, he's having his best um, shooting shooting year so far. He's, put, he's, yeah. he's shooting 40 uh, – just under 50% um, field goal percentage right now and shooting 41.3% from three-point, um, which is – which is insane because you know you, you look at yeah. LeBron you know obviously he has he has the three he can shoot three but you don't see that as his you know his his game like that's not where he that's not his go to um, but you look at you know last season um, JJ Redick and, and Seth Curry tied for the second best three point percentage in the league with forty two percent and LeBron right now sh- shooting forty one point three percent which is just you know he's he's looking like a, a top Top ten, maybe, maybe you could argue three point percent, um, three pointer, uh, right now, and, and it's 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 really admirable to to um, finally see uh, that play into his game along with all the other things that LeBron could do on the court. Yeah, another player who is just going off right now. How we actually had like really good games last night and the night before, but. Damian Lillard has yeah. been going off. He's just a very clutch player. Um, Steph Curry. Look at Curry, man. Look at Curry. I'm not, saying he's going, I'm not going to, like, hype him up or anything, but he's kind of been on the decline, averaging, uh, obviously, just being injured a lot. But I think he's finally coming around. I think, you know, we're, we're, we're finally yeah, seeing yeah, the Curry I, that, yeah. that we, we love to see and, and the influential, uh, fl- yeah. influential player that he is. Um, yeah, um, Kevin Durant, one of my favorite players of all time, he's, he's been he's been playing he's been really well up right now. He he is yeah. Uh, yeah, especially you know coming off that injury, um, you know new team, new teammates, uh, coming straight off yeah. the injury, he's playing like you know he's always played. He's he's doing great. He's putting up really great numbers right now. Um, yeah. So yeah, Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal. Damian Lillard, those three. I think, you know, you mentioned Kevin Durant. Um, I just mentioned earlier Bradley Beal. I guess, you know, here's some other stats. Kevin Durant's leading, you know, the Nets in points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks, just like Bradley Beal, um, which I think is, you know, insane. Uh, He's averaging a little over 30 points, um, putting up, you know, five-plus assists, you know, just under 10 rebounds a game, doing well at the defensive end. Uh, it's just hard not to look at, at Kevin Durant right now and, you know, rule him out of the MVP race. He's doing amazing. Um, yeah. I think, you know, I think it's even more admirable, you know, considering the, the injury that he's coming off of. Yeah, which um, another player will also feel bad for is one of the greatest shooters of all time, like three-point shooters with Clay Thompson oh, being yeah. injured yeah. two straight years now. Very, very, very good three-point shooter. Someone that I feel like can him and Curry and Draymond can still get at it with having Kelly Oubre, who's having a decent season, and James Wiseman. Get Clay Thompson back there. I've, I think if you look at the stats from years 17, 16, and I still think Curry plays so much differently when Tom, when Clay Thompson's on yeah, and off the court. But I agree. Curry's, Curry's been lighting it up lately. Um, Damian Lillard's been going off. Kevin Durant, amazing player. Bradley Beal, I feel like he's a top So you mentioned right Clay. Now. I was watching uh, first take this morning. Um, 
Oh my and God. Stephen <laughs> yeah. A was was kind of going off. Do you think um, he was going off on this topic of you know when when Clay comes back and Clay's healthy? Um, do you think you know the Warriors have potential to take uh, to take another chip or two? Yeah, I definitely think they do. If you on paper, yes, they just have to perform. Like you can't be losing to the Pacers. Like we're in the new year, twenty twenty one. Can't be losing to the. Pacers, the Rockets, or teams like those. But like I've mentioned this so many times before, it's kind of like football or like baseball, especially baseball. You can be the best team in the league and still lose. And like going as a fan, like you don't know whether you're going to win or lose. It could be a totally on and off night. But with when you bring someone like Clay Thompson back and you have the lineup, Clay Thompson not playing with with Wiseman or Ubre yet. Um, I think they have a good chance to make it far. I don't want to go like far as championship yet, but they have, they still have the same three players that led them to the championship back in 17. And well, that span of that span with the Cavs, but yeah, I definitely think they have, have what it takes when, when Clay Thompson's back and everyone's healthy. Oh, play yeah, well. this is this is where I'm going to have to disagree on you uh, because here's here's how I'm looking at it. Uh, you know, Steph, he's been in the league for, for a few years now. Uh, I'm not extremely sure when uh, Clay's going to come back. But at the same time, you look at, you know, Clay's injury history and, and him being out for two years. Um, I just don't see, unless, you know, he, he – he is in the gym grinding on a shot like KD did when when he was hurt. I just don't yeah. see Clay fully coming back around to how he was playing when they when they did the you know the the back to back championships. Um, obviously, you know he's still going to be a great shooter, one of the best shooters in the league. I just don't see him working up to a to a to what yeah to what he's gotten. I I understand there. Yeah, I I just. I think that, you know, he's had his prime already, in my opinion. And same with Steph. Yeah. Uh, they're still great shooters. They're still going to have great seasons. Uh, they still That doesn't mean they don't have any potential to win a chip. But I think we've already seen prime Steph and prime Clay a few years back when, when, yeah. they, when, they, uh, when they won back-to-back. Um, and and that's, that's the only reason that, that I'm not going to say that, that they'll, they'll win another chip or two. Just because they, you know, they had KD, they had a younger Draymond, they had, um, you know, they had Iguodala, who's younger, who was a, a great player for them to, to surround them with. Um, just looking at the players they have now, obviously Wiseman's an uh, up-and-coming talent. He's he's amazing, uh, amazing rookie player. Uh, I'm not a, a very big Kelly Oubre fan. I think he, he yeah, I think he's a casual. He's, I think that he has, his shot, is, it looks terrible. I think that he's, He's too worried about the way he looks than the way he plays basketball. Um, but I I think that, um, you know, the Warriors, obviously Steve Kerr is a great coach. I think they need um, they need another player if, if they want to go back to the chip. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, I thought D'Angelo Russell was going to become that player, and then I kind of gave it a second glance. I'm like, oh, well, how is Russell going to play alongside a Clay if he's healthy and Steph? They're going to be really short on, on that end. But yeah. Um, that's why, like I said earlier, I do think that the Warriors, well, Steph Curry, when I said it, are on the decline. But when if Clay comes back healthy soon, 
can still put up three point percentage numbers and still getting boards. I I do think they have potential to make the playoffs again. I don't think that they have what it takes to get back fully win a championship in when Steph Curry heading to his mid thirties right now. Yeah, I but, just it's yeah it's it's whatever right now. If if they if they can go far, then they go far. Clay Thompson to come back right. before and, he goes. And also, you just got to look at, you know, the the mood of the league right now. You know, you look at a few years back, every 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 team was pretty much intimidated by the Warriors. The Warriors were, were that team. Yeah. Um, you know, they were that team that was hard to beat. They, you know, went deep in the playoffs to the championship every year. It, they were just that team. You were scared of that team. Uh, obviously, you played. Yeah, it was, was just absolutely filthy. Was, they were one of the best, you know, best teams the league has ever seen. Uh, in my opinion, um, but I just I think yeah. the overall okay. attitude of the league anymore is that no one's really scared of the Warriors. Um, you know, obviously Curry and Clay are great players. I just think that no one is really intimidated by them anymore. Or, yeah, and, they are. That's that is just it, it's that's a that's a kind of a red flag that they're on the decline, which is what what you said. Yeah, but hopefully something like James Harden, Kyrie Irving. Um, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, all these superstar players, Russell Westbrook are all they're obviously putting up MVP like numbers, but yeah. they're on their thirties, early thirties, mid thirties, which isn't old, but for being in the professional sport of basketball, you can consider it old. But I feel like we gotta put in some new young talent, which is there there is some. Look at like Trey Young, Donovan Mitchell, yeah. Jason Tatum, all those players who aren't specifically at their prime yet but they're they're putting yeah. up good numbers but this is kind of yeah, kind of off topic wasn't really uh-huh. in um in the in the topics that we're going to go off of but you, you mentioned these these young players um i'm i'm i don't know about you but i'm super excited to to see how the league is going to play out uh these coming years with with luca uh tatum mitchell uh you know you, someone to argue jamal murray um and Giannis too, just these really great young players, Devin Booker, um, uh, you know, Wiseman, yeah. Edwards, if he doesn't retire, <laughs> like um, <laughs> just these, these great players that are up and coming, um, a lot of talent. I think Luca's going to be the best player in the league in a few years short. Um, yeah, it's, I personally have never, well, when I say never, only a year or two now, but I'm not a fan of Luca. Um, wow. Never really like. I just don't like how he plays. Um, he hits daggers. Like he's clutch in some points, but Donovan Mitchell, solid player. Trey Young. Like I, I don't go crazy over these players. They're talented. They can play the sport of basketball, but. Luca. I think I think you're out of pocket. Not, I think Luca is an amazing player. He's such a likable guy. Oh no! Don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just not a fan of him. Like, I don't know I, how. Like I, you, like, I feel like it's impossible to not like Luca. <laughs> he's such a likable guy. You know, it a likable player. You know, he's on the Mavs, so it's it's a likable. I mean, no one does. No one dislikes the Mavs. Yeah, I don't know Max. Um, I think you know. I think. You know, I've I've heard you mention this before. I think I'm not a real Giannis fan. I think Giannis is is no, is I'm that not. big doofus um, that that you play with in, in high school or middle school that 
is only good because he's tall. <laughs> um, you know, you, yeah. It's it's like it's like enough. that guy that you knew <laughs> that you know if you if you were the same height as him or if he was the same height as you, you would fry up one on one. Like you're just you know you yep. have better you. Your skills are just better than him. You can score better than him. I th- I think he you know he's obviously a good player and MVP. He 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 deserved those MVPs. Uh, maybe not last year. I think uh, I think Daddy James uh, deserved it last year, but his first MVP he deserved. Um, I think it really is strictly he he's developed. You know when he first came to the league, he looked like he didn't know how to play a lick of basketball. Um, yeah. I think his game has developed, but at the same time, when you watch him play. You know, he his game is just you know get to the hoop with my length and my and my um, and my height, and, yeah. and hopefully you know it, it falls in when my fingertips are at the rim. Um, I think uh, you know he, he he yeah Giannis been in the league for what like seven years yeah, something is like it? that seven or something like that which came on around twenty seventeen I'm pretty sure. But Luca, they'll, they'll, he'll get something. Um, MVP, he'll be one of the best players when LeBron goes or like when all these mid thirties player goes. But uh, yeah, Trey Young, all these guys are on the increase. They're not the prime yet, and uh, they'll show yeah. us something in the coming years. All right. Well, we're uh, we're uh, looking like we're running out of time here. Coming down. About forty-five minutes. Um, Shane, I appreciate you joining us today. Yeah, this uh, is awesome. Gotta, yeah, do, it gotta do it again. Have to I'm do super it again. excited. It's fun. Um, my goal for all these is really not to write a script. Uh, I'm pick topics that we'll talk about. Um, but but my goal for this yeah. for this this podcast and, the, and these future episodes is just for real conversation. You know, real debates, real arguments, uh, sports related. You know, music related, life related. Um, I just want it to be, you know, real authentic conversation because um, everyone enjoys that. Everyone appreciates that. Um, so, so that's my goal here. Um, I hope you guys like this first episode. Um, hopefully you guys, we kept you guys entertained, uh, you sports fans out there. Um, for all you non-sports fans out yeah. there, there will be some episodes that, you know, talk more about life, like I said, and other topics that, that may interest you. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining in. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you, Shane. Yeah, it was fun. Um, Happy to do it again, like I said. We'll see you guys next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Average Stakes. See you later, guys. Peace.